Do you love to travel and save money? Or do you wish you could travel but money is holding you back? You're in the right place. Welcome to the Families Fly Free podcast, where I show you how to fly your family free forever using my simple fly free formula. I'm your host, Lynn Mettler. My family of four has mastered the art of flying free as simply as possible since 2015, and I want to show your family how to do it too. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Family's Fly Free podcast. I am Lynn Mettler. Today, we're going to tackle one of my favorite topics, my favorite time of year, Halloween, and I'm going to share with you five fun options for Halloween travel this year, or if you want to go ahead and be planning for a future year as well. Before we get started, I want to remind you that coming up inside of the Families Fly Free membership, where of course we teach you my simple process to always be able to fly for free with your whole family using travel rewards. Um, I'm going to be teaching inside the membership beginning in October, a monthly class that will go on for six months. So October through March um, on how to do Disney free. So we're going to tackle different topics every month, including how to fly free, how to stay free on property, off property, and vacation rentals and timeshares. We're going to talk about how to save on everything from dining to theme park tickets to, you know, all of the ancillary costs that go along with a trip to Disney. And we're going to give you our best tips for, um, how to make Disney go as smoothly as possible, um, including Genie Plus, um, and just our best tips on how to do Disney. So if you want to get in on that class, you're going to need to be a member of Families Fly Free by October 1st of this year, 2022. So if you're interested in that, you can go to familiesflyfree.com join. And if you get in before October 1st, then you're going to be able to join that live class. And that will enable you to, to be able to ask any questions that you have of me live, particular to your family or your situation. You're going to be able to get that live feedback. And um, we will have recordings of those also. So if you join and you have to miss one or something, that's not a problem. You can catch it later. All right, so let's talk about Halloween, yay. So I've got five ideas for you today um, of how you can enjoy some really fun Halloween travel, whether you like to be really scared or whether you really just like the, you know, the fun side of Halloween. Maybe you have young kids or maybe you're like me and you don't love the super scary stuff. But so I'm gonna talk theme parks um, as my last three. Um, I'm going to save those for the end because I will talk more about those. Um, so definitely Disney included. But number one on my list, I think this would be so fun, would be to go to New York City and to see Beetlejuice on Broadway. So Beetlejuice definitely, you know, would be a great Halloween experience. You might know if you followed me for very long that my family loves Halloween and we just deck our house out from top to bottom every Halloween inside and out. And so part of our outside decorations, we have uh, Beetlejuice's tombstone and his hand reaching out, um, you know, from the ground and the little green that sits on the ground. Um, so we enjoy Beetlejuice. And just this past summer, my husband and I went to New York City 
and saw a couple Broadway shows, but one of them was Beetlejuice. Um, and so we really, really enjoyed it. It is super fun. Um, and that would be a great thing, I think, for kids to any age to go up and enjoy that. So um, also the Beetlejuice is at the Marriott Marquis, uh, which is in Times Square. And that's a really great hotel um, I've been going to since I was in high school when I was visiting New York City for dance competitions and they were always held there. But it's kind of the hotel on Times Square. And so that would be a fun place to stay if you're going to go see Beetlejuice. Um, if you've like Times Square. I'm a little bit over Times Square. The more older I get, the more I want to stay away from the crowds and the craziness there. But um, if you haven't been to New York City or you just like, um, you know, lots of life and things going on, um, that's definitely the heart of the city, the place to be. And I don't think they have it anymore. You'll have to check. I couldn't find online. It like literally had just expired yesterday. I'm recording this on September 1st, but um, they had a special beetle suite at the Marriott Marquis where the room was all decorated, um, you know, with fun Beetlejuice things. And you had fun like worm snacks and different things in the room. They had a special package for that. So that's something you could ask about. Again, I didn't, it's not currently up on their site, but I think that would be super fun. And I had shared, they had shared a video of it at some point that I shared on my Instagram as well. So that'd be number one idea for you. Number two would be to pick like a known haunted hotel in a destination um, that you haven't been to or someplace that you really like. Um, and, you know, maybe do that around September, October. Um, so a couple of options that um, jump out at me. One is the Stanley Hotel in Estes Park, Colorado. That is um, the inspiration for The Shining by Stephen King. So he went and stayed there at some point, um, I think in the 70s, and this inspired him to write The Shining. So The Shining wasn't actually filmed at the Stanley Hotel, but it inspired it. And they have a variety of tours that you can take there, like historic tours, haunted tours, tours specific to The Shining um, that are about $30 per person when I checked. So even if you didn't stay there, but you were in the area, you could go over there and take the tour. And the Stanley Hotel looks out on Rocky Mountain National Park. Um, and it's just a couple miles um, from the entrance, I think. So and of course, Colorado is stunning in September. If you can get there when the aspens are turning gold, um, that is just beautiful. Um, and I think during that time period as well in the fall, the elk are bugling, which is a mating call that they do. And so that's kind of interesting. And there's a lot of elk in that Estes Park, Rocky Mountain National Park area. So that would be one. Another one would be the Hotel Del Coronado in San Diego. That is known to be haunted. Um, and when we stayed there, we've stayed there once. It's been many years ago, but um, we did have some unusual things happen to us, like the phone would ring and there would never be anyone on the end of the line and we would hear strange noises and stuff. Um, but that's a really beautiful historic hotel that's on Coronado Island in San Diego, which is, is a really great iconic place. It has the iconic red roofs. Um, some, you know, to stay at some point in your life for sure. And it might be fun to kind of tie it into Halloween. Um, and we have been out in San Diego for Halloween and they have a lot of fun things going on and a lot of good decor out there. Um, and the other one that I was thinking about is one of our members was recently asking me about um, taking a trip to Charleston, South Carolina. And we lived there for about eight years um, when our kids were 
babies and toddlers. Um, and so there's lots of haunted things going on in Charleston. Um, of course, you could take a haunted tour, you know, really almost in about any city, but definitely Charleston has some. Savannah would be another good option. But um, in downtown Charleston, there's um, the Embassy Suites Hotel which is on Marion Square, and it is on the site, uh, I think it was the former Citadel. So, you know, the universe, the military university, the Citadel is in Charleston, it's in a different location now. Um, and, and it was also built on an area where they would hang pirates. Um, so there was a lot of pirate activity, you know, that went on through there um, early on. And um, so there's known pirates that uh, were actually hung in the square, Marion Square in Charleston. So you can walk through, there's certain rooms in the hotel and you'll have to Google it. I don't remember which ones, but we did it at some point that um, are particularly known to be haunted. And so we went in the hotel and walked through it. My husband swore up and down he could he definitely felt chills as he walked by this room i did not uh, but he said he definitely felt a dramatic shift in temperature something weird as he went by so anyway just kind of um fun little things to spark your imagination if you like really haunted things um or the idea of that for halloween okay so those are my two non-theme park related ideas my third one we'll talk about is disney world um, and I did a podcast around this time last year where I really went into detail about Disney World and Disneyland at Halloween. So you can go back and listen to that one if you want to delve even further. I'm going to hit the highlights for you on this podcast. But um, Disney World and Disneyland both have Halloween um, de decor and they have special parties that they do. Now, last year, Disney World's was really pared down compared to what they used to do. I think it just took them a minute post pandemic um, to be able to, to come back around to build back up to what they used to do. And so when looking at things for 2022, they definitely had many more additions and better options. I was happy to see because it was almost like they did next to nothing last year. Um, so they, the main event at Disney World is Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party, and that is a special ticketed event that runs now, so um, like late August through October 31st. So when I looked, um, everything through September was sold out, but there were um, a handful of October dates available. So if you're interested in that, you should look ASAP and try to grab it. Um, this party goes from seven to midnight, you know, on select days during the season. But if you hold a ticket to this, you can go in at four o'clock. And so um, we've been to this many, many times at Disney World and Disneyland uh, because we just really like Halloween at Disney. It really just sets the mood for the holiday for us. I like the fun version of Halloween, which is what Disney offers. And um, it's just the decor and everything really puts you in the mood. So what we like to do and they have a Christmas or holiday party too, uh, similar to this, is if we have, if we decide to do that event, we just don't go into a park that day. We make that our park day for Magic Kingdom. So you can go in at 4 p.m., which is pretty good, and it's open till midnight. So, I mean, that's a solid eight hours that you can spend in the park. And most of the major rides are open and it's a limited capacity than it would be during the daytime. So you can get on a lot more rides a lot more quickly. However, there's no 
Genie Plus Fast Pass option at these parties. So you just wait in the line and you get on when you get on. Um, so the pricing this year for 2022 was 149 to 179 per person from what was remaining. Um, Disney Vacation Club members get a $10 discount. Go back and listen to my um, episode, a couple previous about um, Disney Vacation Club and why we decided to invest in that, how I was able to figure out that actually Disney Vacation Club can allow you to stay at Disney free or really in some cases even be paid to stay at Disney, which is pretty amazing. It's not worth it to join for a $10 Halloween party discount, but you might as well take it if you're a DVC member. Um, and pass annual pass holders, which as of this recording um, are not being sold, hopefully that'll come back around, but they also get $10 discounts um, on the Halloween party. So at the party, um, as I mentioned, most of the major rides are open and then they've picked a handful that get what they call a Halloween makeover. Um, and Disneyland has more of these. So we really like Disneyland's version of Halloween better. It's um, more decorated and the, the rides are, there are more rides and those rides get more of a makeover. They really go all out at Disneyland. But at Disney World, what they have listed right now is the Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor. I love Monsters, Inc., so I love this ride. I get the giggles every time I go on it because it's basically like them up there telling live jokes based on the current audience. Um, and when we went for Thanksgiving last year, they it had a redo for the holidays, and it was really well done. So I imagine the Halloween one would be too. Um, the teacups get a Halloween makeover, and Space Mountain gets a Halloween overlay. And what that usually means is like the projections that you see all around you when you're on Space Mountain have a Halloween theme instead of looking like you're in outer space. Um, and we'll talk about Disneyland, but they do that as well. Um, they have a special fireworks show at the party, and that's usually really great. Lots of greens, oranges, and purples. They have a special parade. I've always really liked the Halloween parade. It's really fun, and they have some um, great floats you know, that you would never see any other time. Lots of Haunted Mansion stuff, which we love. Haunted Mansion is a big part of our Halloween decor as well, as is the Nightmare Before Christmas. Um, so you'll see a lot of that stuff because Disney owns all of that. Um, and then they have a special show at the at Cinderella's Castle as well. You can come in costume. They don't allow masks. There's some other restrictions on costumes, but definitely kids want to come in costume or we usually wear like our Jack Skellington t-shirt, something like that. And they have trick-or-treat stations all throughout the park. They're um, illuminated with kind of these big blow-up pillar things. Um, and so you can hit the different stations and you get uh, can fill up your bag with, let me tell you, a lot of candies. <laughs> You leave room in your suitcase because you're not going to be able to eat all the candy before you go back home um, unless you decide to toss it. But if you want to take it with you, you're going to need some room because they really load you up. Uh, but that's fun for kids to do. Go find all the stations and um, and go trick or treating. They have special Halloween photos and um, we participated in that at the holiday event last year. So um, the where you can hit the different photo pass spots in the park, which I had never done until last year. And I really enjoyed doing that and making an effort to find those and get those photos because they're um, high quality photos. And you can actually get photos of your whole family, which can be hard to do unless you want to stop and ask someone constantly to take a picture of you. So I find, I don't know if you do, we don't have a whole lot of pictures of our whole family. And this is really nice because we get our whole family. We don't have to bother anyone to do that. 
So, um, so there's some special Halloween theming with their photos, and then they have special dining experiences too. So you can book those in advance and it like gives you a good seat for the fireworks. And there's some kind of, you know, Halloween theming with the dining experience. And Disney World, in terms of decor, really tends to just decorate Main Street, and it is really pretty, and there's jack-o'-lanterns everywhere, all lit up. It's just the best at nighttime. I just, we just really love all the parks at nighttime, no matter the time of year, but especially at Christmas or holidays, and especially at Halloween, because you get all of the the, the lights and the jack-o'-lanterns and all of that. Um, but they don't really decorate much beyond that, and that's what's different about Disneyland. They really do decorate beyond Main Street. So that's the um, what you can expect at Disney World, and I'm sure you'll find some decor too at the different resorts um, around Disney World as well. All right, so that was my number three recommendation. Number four is Disneyland. And again, we love Disneyland at Halloween. It is top notch. Um, they really go all out and um, it's super duper fun. So the decor, same decor on Main Street with the jack-o'-lanterns and for Disney World, I forgot to say for their 50th anniversary celebration, they have a special like Cinderella's carriage pumpkin wreath out in the Main Street area um, that they don't have, you know, any other time. So that's kind of a special addition for the 50th anniversary. Um, but Disneyland beyond Main Street, you will find um, Cars Land is amazing, both for Halloween and the holidays. It is just, I can't imagine how long it takes them to do this. Like every part of it is covered in green lights and purple lights, and there's all kinds of additions and decor. And all of the rides over there um, get a redo. Um, and, you know, there's like the Luigi ride where the cars are dancing around and um, all the little kids rides over there are redone for the for Halloween and you know you're you hear the music for Monster Mash and you know they just change out the music and then the cars characters that are in there they're all decorate or wearing costumes um, which is really fun so um, that's one area that gets a complete redo and then the best part of the whole thing is the Haunted Mansion over there they completely redo the Haunted Mansion and again I go into this in more detail in my last year's podcast because I love this so much I could tell you every detail but they completely redo it for the nightmare before Christmas. And I mean, it's literally a complete redo than the regular haunted mansion. Everything is switched out and um, incredible themed, you know, you have Oogie Boogie in there. You have the ghosts that are dancing are now the, the characters from um, nightmare before Christmas. And it's super brightly colored, you know, with these, with the black light and everything in there, really, really cool. And you can actually see that all the way through the holidays. So they keep that from Halloween all the way through their holiday um, events as well. So you have an extended period of time to go see that. I would definitely recommend that, um, it is worth the visit to the park just to see that ride. And keep in mind, you may have longer lines for that ride. Um, you definitely would want to make that a part of your Genie Plus um, if you can, because that, that's going to be very popular. So we really, really love that. Um, their party is called the Oogie Boogie Bash. Um, and so there's also fireworks. Um, I think they just have you know, Halloween themed fireworks on select nights there anyway, not just at the Oogie Boogie Bash. Um, another ride that gets a redo out there is the Guardians of the Galaxy, which is the Tower of Terror at Disney World. So it's called Monsters After Dark. And it's more of a Halloween adventure. And then um, another great one out there is Space Mountain. So 
their space mountain has three different projections that they can put up. Um, and one is Star Wars themed, one is space themed, and one is Halloween themed. And the Halloween theme one is more of like phantoms um, uh, looking type of things that you are projected, like, you know, things, scary things you would see in outer space kind of a look. Um, and I really like their space mountain better because it's a smoother ride and the cars are a little different. And I just recently watched a show about Space Mountain and the creation of that ride. And the one at Disney World was made first. And then the one at Disneyland, because there's less space at Disneyland, they had to configure that one differently because it had to be a little bit smaller. And they kind of learned from what worked at, and didn't at Disney World. And they they made this one. So it's a different um the coaster is a different system so that it's smoother, but you still get the same experience that you do, you know, at Space Mountain in Disney World. So that's some fun little info about it. Okay, also for the Oogie Boogie Bash, so that one goes from, you can get in at three o'clock, but the official bash goes from six to 11 p.m., so not quite as late as Orlando. Um, they have the special parade, they have the trick-or-treating, and special dining options, too. What was new that I hadn't noticed before um, was they have this Villains Grove, which is over, like, in the um, California Adventure, um, and that's where, there's, that's where their bash is. It's in California Adventure instead of... Um, Disneyland. So in the California area, like where Soren is um, in California Adventure, there's they have this Redwood Creek Challenge Trail, which is supposed to be like going well, hiking through the Redwoods. Um, but it says what they've, they've redone this for Halloween so that it's called Villains Grove. Um, and it says, um, see this trail like never before as the worlds of Disney villains unfold via ethereal scenes replete with hauntingly beautiful decor, sound, light, and shadow. So that sounds pretty cool. I'd like to see that. And we don't get to go to the Oogie Boogie Bash this year, um, but I just had a member tell me that she was able to get tickets. Um, when I was looking at this, I forgot to say that tickets are totally sold out for the Oogie Boogie Bash at Disneyland, but this is almost always the case. Like it sells out the second they release the tickets because, um, I think they just have fewer tickets available for this. So if you want to go to this, book it next for next year, the second that it comes out. Um, but you can still enjoy, like I said, Disneyland still has all of these, most of this stuff, whether you go to the Oogie Boogie Bash or not, it's just that you wouldn't get to see the special parade or do the trick-or-treating, which really is not that big of a deal. It's fun, but you, the whole thing is to see the haunted mansion and the cars land decor and all, and the fireworks and all that, which you can see outside of this. Um, so another thing they have listed that they, they do at Oogie Boogie Bash is what it says. So not sure if it goes on outside of that or not is it says Carthay circle, hold on to your hats as clouds of black bats coil around Carthay circles, bell tower, while spellbinding effects transform the building. So that kind of sounds like these projection overlays that they do on the castle and they do on um, the Tower of Terror and things now. Man's Chinese Theater at Hollywood Studios, they lay over a projection. So on this bell tower, they must do something, something like that and do kind of a Halloween show. Um, so my guess is you can see that too outside of the Oogie Boogie Bash. So that's what Disneyland has on offer. Um, if you're in that area, if you love Disneyland, you definitely need to go there at Halloween sometime. All right. My last um, suggestion for fun Halloween travel is Universal's Horror Nights. 
Um, and this is at Universal Studios, and they do offer it in Orlando, in Hollywood, in Singapore, and in Japan. I'm going to talk about the Orlando one because that's the one that we have gone to many, many times. And as I understand it, that's really the, the one that offers the most. Um, so I'm not sure if we're going to make it to Horror Nights this year. I'm really hoping that we can. My younger son um, is in high school this year and plays football. And so they have a football game the week of fall break. So we're trying to figure out if we can just take a quick weekend um, and go down for Horror Nights one weekend where he has a uh, doesn't have a game. So hopefully we'll get to, get to go down and report back on that. But um, here's what they have planned for this year at Horror Nights in Orlando. And Horror Nights, if you're not familiar, is um, this is the scary stuff. So if you like really scary haunted houses, this is it to the max, kind of done by professionals, totally themed with amazing sets, amazing costuming, lighting, sound effects, everything, um, you know, that these theme park creators, I mean, think these are the ones who've created um, the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, which is just unbelievable. And so they take that same skill set and they turn it to Halloween every year for Horror Nights. And this is a hugely, hugely popular event. Um, this gets really, really crowded because all the locals come out to it. And there are so many people when we've been like that, we know that they go every single year and it's kind of a badge of honor to be like, Oh, did you see this haunted house that year? I did. Or, you know, I've seen this one 10 times. Um, so it's definitely a traditional popular thing. Um, and so I recommend if you don't want to be waiting in long lines, because these can sometimes be like two hour long lines to get in some of these houses, and that wouldn't be any fun to go and be able to see like two things, um, is we like to get the VIP tour tickets. They are a little bit more, but I think it's worth the spend. Um, and what this does is you go with a group. You can also pay even more and just go by yourself with a leader. But um, a guide takes you around and you get to go to the front of the line of every house. And so we've done this twice now and you just get to see every single house and you get to see a show as well. And they start you off like at one of their dining experiences same thing as Disney, but, you know, just horror themed at one of their restaurants that you can start there and kind of have a buffet or desserts or drinks kind of a thing. So that'd be my recommendation on tickets. Um, and it's hard to say, too, like if, if it's better to go on the weekend or away from Halloween. We've tried all of it, and it seems like no matter when we go, um, it's super duper busy. So there, they have different haunted houses every single year. So there's 10 this year and they, some that they keep from year to year. And, and they usually try to change out a few that um, are related to a popular TV show or movie that's come out that's horror related. Um, and these are in like their back lots where they build complete sets from scratch. Um, and it, you kind of go through a maze in these different haunted houses. It's not as scary as you would think. And again, I have this podcast last year about how I kind of got over my fear of these haunted houses and I have gotten over it and I'm good with them now, but um, no one touches you. No, they, they do jump out at you, but you, you kind of have a feeling when that's coming and then you just sort of get used to it. And I just try to take the approach of laughing. It's just kind of funny. Um, if they scare you, then, you know, you can just laugh about it. And once you've been through Sarah you kind of get the, the lay of the land. You understand they're all kind of the same. It's just different sets and different people, right? Um, and so anyway, they have 10 haunted houses this year. Um, the, the weekend, I'm not, I know that he's a singer, but um, 
apparently he has after hours videos. I'm not sure. So it says scenes from his after hours videos um, is one haunted house. They have Halloween. Everyone knows that movie. So there's um, Halloween haunted house. And you know what? Another fun thing would be um, when we were in LA, um, I think last summer we went and did uh, found different houses from different movies. And so we were able to find one from Halloween and you can take a picture where Jamie Lee Curtis was sitting on this curb and she was holding a pumpkin. Um, and so the people who live there leave this pumpkin out and you can take your picture holding a pumpkin. Really, really fun. Um, and there's um, other places where Michael Myers lived and, and such that you could see in LA. So we'll throw that in as a bonus fun Halloween event <laughs> that you could do. Go to LA and drive around, see some of the houses from some of these scary movies. Uh, okay. So Halloween is another one. And then um, the horrors of Blumhouse, which I guess is from the horror movie, the black phone, which came out this year. Um, then there's some, I like these more fun ones. So there's one called legends collide, which has Dracula Wolfman and the mummy, like all together for the first time. Um, there's one called Spirits of the Coven, which is witch themed, bugs eaten alive. That could be fun um, where there, I guess there's bugs have taken over the world and you have to escape from them. And in the past, they've had some fun ones like Stranger Things. I'm kind of surprised I don't have that one this year since there was a new series of that. Um, and they had Ghostbusters that was and they had Beetlejuice one year. So those are I think those are fun. I like to go in those. Um, there's one called that's about chupacabras. So that's kind of the legend um, of this creature in Mexico, I think. So there's a chupacabras themed one. Um, one called Hellblock Horror, which is supposed to be a prison full of monsters. Um, Dead Man's Pier. Um, it's a New England fishing village with undead fishermen. Um, and Descendants of Destruction. And this kind of sounds fun. It says Hungry Mutants in the subway tunnels of a deserted New York City. So they have the haunted houses and then they have these five scare zone areas, which are just kind of outside. You have to walk through um, to get to different areas of the park and different haunted houses. And so they are all themed and they have th scary things walking around. But again, remember, they can't touch you. Um, they can walk alongside you and scare you, though. So just be aware of that. So the themes this year are Horrors of Halloween, Pumpkin Lord, a Scarecrow one, um, one called Sweet Revenge about candy that has turned children into killers. There's a graveyard one that's cemetery themed. And then one called Conjure the Dark, Sorceresses, a sorceress conjures up monsters. And then they have two live shows. And we went to see one of them last year. We had never done that, but it came with the VIP tour. And um, this one, I would say, is more adult-themed, The this particular show. Um, but it was a lot of fire and a lot of tricks and things that they did with fire and, um, you know, just almost kind of Cirque du Soleil-ish, I would say, but put a Halloween horror spin on it. Um, but it was really good. And then the um, second one this year is called Ghoulish. Um, it says a ghost story becomes reality. And this is on the Lagoon at Universal Studios. Um, also, while you're there, just like Disney World, Disneyland's parties, they have select rides that are open. So their coasters are open. I know the mummy is always open. Um, so if you haven't, you know, if you want to just go and ride those rides, 
Um, you could, and that's probably, I would say, what we would do in the near future. We've been to Universal and Islands of Adventure so many times that we're, we don't feel like we need to go anytime soon. It's for different for us than Disney. Disney, I want to go back and do all of them all the time, <laughs> but I feel like I've done Universal enough for a while. So I would be interested in just going to Horror Nights and then just riding some of our favorite rides, you know, while we're in there. Um, so you can do that. And then there, they also have special food and uh, dining experiences that you can uh, enjoy as well. So those are my top five fun Halloween things you can do. See Beetlejuice on Broadway, go to a haunted hotel, um, go to Disney World, go to Disneyland, go to Universal's Horror Nights, and we'll throw in, go find some movie houses from horror movies, um, potentially in Hollywood, LA area. All right. So I hope you guys have an awesome fall season, Halloween season. Um, I will share on Instagram once we get our house all decorated um, if you want to take a look at that. But let us know if you go check out any of these events. I will report back as well. We're not going to be doing Disney this year for Halloween, but we will be there for the holidays. So I'll be talking about that, um, what their holiday offerings are coming up as well. And don't forget, if you want to get in on my How to Do Disney Free Live class that I'm going to be teaching every month for six months, months inside of Families Fly Free starting in October. Make sure you become a member by October 1st so you can get access to that. And um, I would love to show you all my best tips so you don't have to spend a bundle on your next trip to Disney. And you can go every year or more than if you want, um, like my family does. We definitely have members that love to go and they go multiple times a year. So, all right, everyone, have a great rest of your week. And if you like this episode, I would love it if you would just give it a quick rating um, and leave a review that helps more people find us so that more families can learn how to travel free and make more priceless travel memories with their own families. All right. Thanks, everyone. If you're ready to fly your family free forever, I invite you to join my family's Fly Free membership. You'll learn how to stop paying for airfare throughout the U.S., Caribbean, and Europe so you can make those priceless family travel memories before your kids or even your grandkids leave home for good. And you'll learn it using my simple, proven formula that's helped hundreds of families. Plus, it's risk-free. You either get your investment in the membership back in free travel, or I give you your money back. You can get more information at familiesflyfree.com slash join.